Welcome, folks, to another episode of The Secret Orders of Mint Condition and an episode featuring a very special guest, a comic book career that spans 40 years, a creator who has worked for DC, Marvel, Dark Horse, and other publishers. He was there on the ground floor of John Byrne's Superman reboot and a recipient of the Inkwell Awards. It is my honor and pleasure to introduce an old friend from my youth, Keith Williams. Keith, how are you doing? Hey Joe, <laughs> doing great! My gosh, Thank yeah, you. it's it's been a it's been a while. It's I, I've been working in the business for forty years, and I and I I met you before that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I guess what about around nineteen eighty four or so, eighty three, eighty four. Well, maybe maybe even sooner. Yeah, around yeah. eighty three, probably. Yeah, yeah, right? the, yeah, early eighties, sure. Yeah, yeah, sure. Worked, yep, worked in the textbook aisles, and that lunacy oh. that was the textbook aisles. <laughs> Oh man, <laughs> that was really that was really interesting back then, you know. Sure. But it was but it was fun, you know. Like at least, you know, at least it was great coming into work knowing I was getting getting to hang out with you guys. So and 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 for our, for our listeners who are comic book you know nerds like we are, the, the, mm-hmm. the, we weren't we weren't the only ones down there, right? We had other, others like us down there. <laughs> oh yes, oh yeah, you got to be kidding. Yes, yeah, absolutely. That was great, you know. The fact that there was you know that hey. All, all, all the nerds are cool, man. Yeah, God, God, <laughs> God lived in the, uh, you know, God best of the nerds, whatever. Absolutely. I was, I was going to say, uh, God save the king, but we don't have a king. Ah! <laughs> so, well, at least not yet. Not yet, no. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, so, yeah. Keith, um, I'm going to ask you about your secret origin, as we do with all our uh, all our guests who are first time on our show. Let me get my oh, notes okay. here. Sure. So, mm-hmm. um, if you if you'd like to expound, um, how Keith, what was your gateway to comic books? When did you start reading them, and how did that wow. uh, give you the impetus to get into the business? I got to uh, I got to say that uh, it was really my grandmother. Ah. She she got me into you know like reading comic books. She used to bring them over to our house like every weekend, just about. Uh, my first comic book, as far as I could remember that she gave me was a Batman comic. Uh, it was it was a Batman comic, and it, I, I think it even had like that checkerboard thing going on on top. Sure, that's the uh, the 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 sixties. Uh, um, yeah, go go checks. They called them the go go checks back then. They were go go checks. Okay, now I know what they. Okay, great. That's when I started. <laughs> I started in uh, in the in the spring of sixty six reading comic books. Yes. Oh, there you go. See, yeah. well, but it, it was um, a Batman cover that had Batman and Robin on it. And I think it had like webs on the um, on the hotline phone that they had. I, Holy I can't, cow! Can't remember oh. other than that. You know, I, I, I think it was a Carmine Infantino cover. Yes, I think that's Batman one eighty two. Oh, that's not it. And I my my first issue was the next one, which was Batman one eighty three, where Batman is telling Robin, "You go out on patrol. I'm going to stay at home and watch myself on TV tonight." <laughs> and that, wow, so we. Oh. Around the same time, wow! Wow, that's fantastic. That is fantastic. Yeah. Oh my gosh, Batman! Yeah, the show, just the, the show, Batman. I was watching it just like you were probably doing it. You know, like uh, when it first came out. Yeah. Sure. Oh yeah. You know, I had been watching the Adventures of Superman on reruns for years, and I was oh, aware sure. of comic books, but I didn't buy a comic book until I saw the Batman TV show. Hmm. And, and that hmm. was it. And the rest is history. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> See your secret origin. There yeah, it's my secret origin. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but 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 you know, like uh, it really, I, I really love reading the comics, and um, you know, like I drew a little bit, but after after you know, like reading Batman and getting the Superman, and you know, like and then 
finally getting into the Marvel stuff, mm-hmm. you know, like, I, I just thought, you know, like a friend of mine that, that lived in these uh, same projects that I did, James, uh, he, uh, him and me, we just decided to try and do our own comics wow. and uh, draw, draw our own stuff. You know, we made uh, different characters, of course, like Catman and uh, mm-hmm. Retro Fireman and <laughs> weird, 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 weird stuff like that. We didn't want to use the names that were already there, you know, I mean, copyright and stuff like that. Sure. I mean, I don't know how we knew that as kids, but we always wanted to try and try and uh, create oh, yeah, the curve, obviously. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> so, so did that did did that fault for a little while? You know, like I, he went on to do other things, but I just kept kept at it and uh, drawing in school and uh, doing a little comic strip thing uh, at my old Catholic school of Mary Queen of Heaven and. Uh, in Brooklyn and then um you know getting into high school and uh uh winning an award for uh this this ad that they asked us to do about smog and uh stuff like that I created a smog monster and <laughs> stuff and uh my advisor you know like said oh you know you really should you know like uh you know do this and you know, I'll put you into some uh, major art programs when they had wow. major art classes at um, in high in high school. Uh, so I I started taking those classes, and um, in the eleventh grade, I ended up uh, uh, getting talked into doing the yearbook. Oh, school, school yearbook. Yeah, I wrote the yearbook one year. <laughs> oh, I did not want to do that. No, I really I. I'm telling you, you know, but uh, they, they, they talked me into it. And, it's, and it was from, for my year, for the same year. Started in the 11th grade, you know, like uh, I ended up becoming the art editor on the, on the thing. I didn't know what the heck that was. Uh, <laughs> but, I ended up, but, but I ended up doing the cover, cover for uh, the yearbook for that year. And uh, they, they, they really liked uh, that. And, um, Ended up uh, doing school shows, uh, sings that they used to have where they had competition between the seniors, juniors, and the, mm-hmm. you know, like uh, sophomores. Uh, uh, and I, uh, I, I was senior at the time, and I did a gigantic uh, two two gigantic dragons that were hung, you know, that were hung on, you know, like on the stage, and uh, <laughs> and then and then of course it was the thing at the end where you had to do lights and stuff like that also really fancy and had the senior thing and all that. So I had two, dra- I, I created two dragons that were able to move their heads up and down wow. and then shoot out uh fire and then it would go seniors, you know, so did, did that too. Uh, yeah, that was, that was wild. Um, and uh, went on to uh, school visual arts. Um, mm-hmm. I really liked, I, I, I really wanted to become a comic book artist and uh Will Eisner was at the School of Visual Arts at the time. Wow! Uh, who you created the the Will Eisner? Yeah, yeah. Oh my and God! Yeah, it wasn't it wasn't easy getting into his class. You know, uh, it, was, it was it was always full, and uh, I, I went into his class. Uh, you know, I just just stepped in there one day and I had um, contract with God. Oh yes. And I asked him to sign it for me. You know, after I asked him, you know, like I would love to, you know, like be in your class, and. Uh, he started signing the book and he looked up at a class and said, see, this is how you get into my class. No apples, bring no apples, bring my graphic novel. <laughs> bring my graphic novel. And yeah, <laughs> and you're, you're definitely getting in. 
You know, so uh, so I was able to spend uh, yeah two years uh, two years with Will, which was wow. absolutely um, a- amazing. And um, that's that's you know, kind of priceless, right? For for it, you know. oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I learned a little bit of the business, you know, like side of it too. You know, like not that much, but 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 I learned a little bit from him. He's great at that. Well, so say, would you say he's your he 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 was one of your major influences in, in your artwork or whatever? Yes, yes, he okay. was. Oh, okay. a, 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 absolutely. Um, he 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 was very patient <laughs> and okay. very nice. I, I mean, he was very nice because my stuff was really crap back. You were new. You were, you were, you know, <laughs> starting out. <laughs> I guess. Uh, but, but, um, it was like uh, after that day. Um, oh gosh, what happened? Well, you know, like during all that time, you know, like I was like bouncing around at different jobs too. I was at Alex. I was at Alexander's. Um, now you're dating yourself, Alexander's. <laughs> yeah, please. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah, it was in the yeah. seasonal department. Uh, oh God! <laughs> it was a night. It, it was it was an interesting experience. I was going to say it was a nightmare, but there was some good parts in there. So sure there but, was, and and uh, worked at a comic book store. You know, I thought that would be an easier end. Oh, um, and then worked at Barnes and Nobles, of course. Right. And course, then, uh, and, and and then after that, I ended up becoming a paraprofessional at at my old high school. Uh, this was after um, leaving uh, South Shore. I mean, um, not South Shore. Uh, leaving uh, School of Visual Arts. Mm-hmm. I was almost thinking I was going to become an art teacher. I was a paraprofessional, and I was going to, you know, like uh, take the summers to, you know, like uh, get, you know, like what I need to get to become a regular teacher. Uh-huh. Uh, but during but during that period of time, I I also knew um, Howard Perlin. Who went to South Shore? And Howard Perlin is Don Perlin's son. Oh, okay. Don Perlin, who did Ghost Rider, Werewolf by Night. Yeah, I mean, like wow. Yes. Yeah, and he was the art director at Marvel uh, mm-hmm. for a while there too. And uh, I, I, uh, I said, yeah, you know, like he asked if I wanted to meet him, you know, and I said, oh yeah, sure, you know, and uh, <laughs> found out that he only lived two blocks away from my projects. That's great. See that? That's why sometimes it's serendipity, right? Just gotta yeah. see how it works. Yeah. Seriously, I, I showed them uh, the Marvel tryout book where oh. they had uh, the John Romita Jr. stuff in there. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That. Yeah. Certainly. Yeah. yeah. And 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 uh, he liked he, he he liked what I did, and you know he and I went over to his house a few times, gave me pointers and stuff like that. And uh, on one day, while you know, like while I was still working at the school, I got a phone call from him asking me if I was interested in. Um, doing background inking for for an inker up at Marvel, which I instantly said, yes. Of course you would. <laughs> yes. <Duh. laughs> yeah. And uh, so I, I started working with Mike Esposito. Oh, uh, of the Andrew yeah. and Esposito fame, fame, right? There you go. I love them. They are they are so underrated in, in the history right. of this medium. Right. I, they're, they're Wonder Woman. They're Metal Men. Mm-hmm. The war books, all the time forgot. I I just love them. Oh yeah, my God! Oh, the metal men. I love the metal men. Yeah. I, I, I wow. I I went back. I, I you know to a little comic book store uh, before they had the big comic book stores, and looked into a box and got got all the metal men out of there. Yeah, <laughs> there I have I have the I have the complete run, including the showcase issues. Oh, there yeah. you go. 
Right. Yeah, I, I treasure those books. I really do. Great stuff. Great stuff. And I end up working with them now. Okay. Wow. I, I didn't really, I didn't really talk to him, but what happened was they would send me the pages, but it would give mm-hmm. me the pages since, since I, um, at, at that time I lived in uh, Brooklyn and I was able to, you know, I just go over the bridge and just, just go to the offices. Uh, they were at 387 Park Avenue. Mm. And uh, I would say, well, to pick, pick up the pages, do the work, and then go and then bring them back. Bring them back. Uh, yeah. But at the same time, I was also working at the at the high school, so I was working on the pages at night, and I was working at the high school during the day. And it got. Did it, you get find time to eat at least? <laughs> not really. Or, or right. sleep. Or not sleep. Really yeah. sleeping either. So I was like a I was like a zombie almost like that every every day. But once it got to the summertime and uh, they were closing the school, uh, that's when I told them, I said, look, you know, like I, I can't, I had to make a decision. So I, I told sure. the school that I couldn't, you know, come back, you know, <laughs> I, was like, I, I got my dream job, you know, yeah. uh, you know, like at least I got my foot in the door at least to my, to my dream job. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I, I, I quit the school and uh, went on to being a background anchor full time getting paid decent amount of money because I was taking on a whole bunch of work. And uh, so it was like, I was working over Esposito stuff and actually it was on Ron Friends' pencils at that time. So that was really cool too. What what book was that? Spider-Man? Amazing amazing Team-Up. Oh, Team-Up, okay. Uh, Marvel Team-Up. Marvel Team-Up. Sure. Yeah. Uh, So so I was working there and then uh, ended up getting work uh, with Joe Sennett on The Avengers. Oh, I mean, so, quite possibly the greatest inker in comic book history. Yes, 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 I, yes, stuff. Yes. Oh. I, I believe he is. <laughs> when, he, when he came on to Kirby on Fantastic Four, that's when that book just exploded. right. I mean, his style it, it really worked worked well. I thought with Kirby, it really did. Like, I, 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 John Buscemer, <laughs> everybody. Oh, yeah, holy cow! Yeah. Ron Wilson, oh. people like oh. that. Yes, yes, beautiful. Beautiful. He, he had a way of, Which I, I don't know. It just, it just worked so well. Uh, and I, I got to learn, I got to learn with him, wow. which was wow. absolutely amazing. And I Talk had, had as wow. <laughs> yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with him. And the thing was, was that he, he, he was great. He would not only send me the pages, but he would also put the check on there for the pages, even before they were done. So there's, there it is on a paper clip, you know, to check oh, on the page. Oh, wow. So it was, you know, like, so, hey, I already had the money, already did the, the money. work. Well, so he had faith in your, in your ability. Wow, that's fantastic. I, I guess I, 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 I guess he did. Yeah. And uh, I tried. And the thing is, is that when you're working with different inkers, you got to try to copy their style so that it doesn't look oh. jarring, you know, between the figure work, because all they did was the figures. Mm-hmm. I did everything else. So, but I had to make sure that, that everything else looked like them. So, yeah, I mean, yeah. later on, I want to I want to talk to you about inking because I there's a quote that you gave when you re, when you received your uh, uh, award, the Ink Awards, the Above and Beyond Award, and oh. you said something about inking. And uh, in many pod, previous podcasts, we have talked about inking in comic books and how it seems to be maybe disappearing because of computer art and. And I think this is the mm. guy who can tell me about it and, and mm. speak to this. So, uh-huh. yeah. But yeah. but you know what I'd like to ask you right now? Sure. You, you said that you had to match the style. 
what what was your uh, reasoning? What was your uh, uh, mental, uh, I guess, um, for want of a better term, gymnastic uh, to to match the style of a of a of, a, uh, of different artists? How did, you, how did you prepare for that? Did you look at their work beforehand? Did you did you innately know what to do? I mean, how 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 would, how does that come about? Well, yeah, that 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 is part of it. Uh, you know, looking at the comic books, uh, especially with a you know like person like Senate, who mm-hmm. had such a definitive style. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like uh, looking back at his old stuff, uh, looking back at the Kirby stuff, uh, and uh, this this was back before computers were really computers. Sure. So you know, you had to had to like uh, do your research by looking at comic books and you know like just just checking them out to see the thickness of the lines you know how you know like the smoothness of it you know like it was more mechanical organic stuff like that you know so all this i had to like take into account um you know and then trying to recreate it uh sometimes with a rapidograph or or a cocoa pen Mm -hmm. you know uh i wasn't really doing brush that much at that moment in time i was still kind of scared of it (laughs) so yeah those those were so those were the tools tools I was using and, and, and to try and give it some kind of depth without, without, uh, smothering what he was doing. Right. Yeah. I can or, or what any ink, whatever the other inker or pencil was doing at the, sure. you know, yeah. Uh, and, and, uh, one of the ones that, that really, uh, was maybe work hard was, uh, John Byrne. Oh, when he was on yeah. Alpha. It kind of read my mind. <laughs> Yeah, John Byrne. But go ahead. Yeah, it was on. He he was on Alpha. You know, he was doing Alpha, Alpha Flight. Sure. And he started and, and he started doing this style. I, I'm not sure what he was using, but it was a very thin lined inking style. Mm-hmm. You know, so you went from from you know like Joe Sennett, who had this more like a bold kind of thing going on around his you know like around his figure work, to this very thin line work. So I started to get a little nervous. I'm like looking at this and saying, Oh God, I'm gonna have to go a little thinner. <laughs> because you know you you don't want everything to just all blend together. Sure. You know you wanted you. I, I wanted to make sure that his figure work was was standing out. So it it, it was kind of, it was kind of difficult, but after a while, I I got the hang of it and was able to you know like uh, do it without you know like overwhelming overwhelming sure. him. And anyway, it, hey, he was the one that was throwing in all the background stuff too. You know, <laughs> I mean. It could have been like a million rocks, you know, a million rocks. Or oh, yeah, I can some see kind of super complex computerized room or something like that. Yeah, you know? he, was, he was very detailed. Uh, yeah. I don't want to jump ahead to John Byrne if you want to continue your... Oh, your, no, well, your, with, with the yeah. other stuff, it's, it's like, I'm just like saying that, that I, I've worked over a lot of different inkers' backgrounds. You know, no, no credit whatsoever. So you would not know that I was there, but... If you look at a bunch of of Avengers stuff, I don't know from 82, 83, 84, somewhere in there, mm-hmm. I, that that's that's me in the background doing the Avengers Mansion or or inking a Quinjet or oh cool <laughs> is that, that is that when Bashema was on the book? No, that that's Again? that's uh, that's when Al Milgram was on the Al book. Milgram. Oh, okay, All yes, right. yes, back then. Right. So yeah, it was Al Milgram and and Joe Sinnott. Joe Sinnott, yeah. Yep. So that's that's when I was working on, on that, and I, I've worked for a lot of other 
diff, different, gosh, different people. Wow. Uh, whenever they needed somebody, which was which was great, you know, for me. Uh, and then finally, let's see, gosh, I, I like moved to Boston for a little while. I was doing background work for Marvel in DC, mm. and then and then came then came back to New York. Uh, and I was, I was working on things like sectors and, uh, as a regular inking gig and, mm-hmm. um, and, uh, transformers oh, wow. for a few issues. Okay. <laughs> that, that, that was nice. And, uh, then, then, uh, moved on to things like, uh, I, I was, I was doing all that and actually got a job. I forgot as, as a meter raider. Uh, for John Lomita, uh, um, for his art correction uh, mm. group. So I, I worked with him. I was the first person to work on that, you know, like as a, as a raider, before they called them raiders. So <laughs> you said it's an art correction that was you were doing? Yes. So yeah, I was doing art correction. What would that entail? I mean, if you could do you know, Okay, well, all right. Well, uh, that, that involved, well, if, if there was uh, somebody like in the wrong costume, Oh, 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 wow. <laughs> that happened, actually, really? <laughs> yeah, that okay. happens. And, and faces, if you needed to change a face uh-huh. uh, um, or, you know, like background or something like that, that would be our job. John, John would assign us, John oh. Lomita would assign us to these to these jobs. And we'd be learning as we're working on it. Oh, and oh. John was absolutely amazing. He's a very nice guy, very patient, wonderful human being. You know, I mean, he's absolutely amazing, and uh, yeah, I worked worked uh, with the Raiders for about a good year, mm. year, you know, like a year and a half, something like that. Anyway, it, it, during that during that period of time, that's when I also <laughs> uh, I was still doing backgrounds and stuff, but um, I, I uh, got another job. Jim Owsley came to me. He he was the assistant too. editor of uh, of Larry Hammer. At the time, and he just got promoted to editor. He came up to me and asked me if I was interested in being his assistant editor on the Spider-Man books. Wow! And I went, <laughs> yeah. And I said, sure, <laughs> sure. I'll yeah, why wouldn't you again? Yeah, yeah, heck yeah. You know, and actually, really, really working at. I mean, I was working at Marvel. I was getting paid by Marvel, but to become an assistant editor at Marvel. You know, like I mean, and, and and to work on the flagship book, that that kind of blew my mind. But yeah, I, so who I, who were the who were the creative team on the book at the time? Uh, that was Tom DeFalco and Tom Ron DeFalco. Friends was okay. on Amazing Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salvas, um, gosh, Mark. Okay, those those different people on um, on Spectacular, but I I definitely remember Mark Beecham being on there. Okay. He had a very interesting style. And then uh, for Web, and then Web of Spider Man, when that came around, that was Greg LaRoque who did the interiors of that. Yes, uh, I think Vince Coetta was the um, inker at at, at oh. that time. Peter David was first did his first uh, writing uh, on on uh, on Spectacular. Oh, I don't uh, remember that. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that, that was one of his first jobs. We 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 pulled him out of the uh, office that he was. Uh, working in at Marvel and uh, he started writing for us. 
So that was that was that was amazing too. And they pulled uh, him out. Like, You're gonna write Spider Man. <laughs> well, it was almost like he was like saying, "No, no, no." But, but it was good. <laughs> he was oh, great. I mean, you got that run on the Hulk that is just you know, yeah, epic. that's one of the most epic runs in comic book history. So yeah, see that exactly. So yes. you guys, you guys knew you knew what you were doing. <laughs> well, Jim, Jim knew. Jim, Jim was okay. really good at spotting spotting talent. I got I gotta say, you know, um, it was. It was real, it, it was really something uh, working in the office. Uh, gee, and it, but but it, but it did get kind of frustrating because I was spending a lot of time, you know, doing editorial stuff. I mm-hmm. I, I was um, I was the editor of Marvel Tales, the you know, like all the the old stuff that had to go out the, every the month. The reprint book, right? Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. the reprint book, exactly. So I had that to do. Gosh, we also had Transformers. We were we were editing that, hmm. uh, and and a few. One or two other books, but yeah, it it, it was uh, it was a very um, interesting time. But you know, I did Imagine. that for about nine months, and then decided that it was you know I got I, I wanted to do inking, yeah. I wanted to make so uh, so I, I I left, and uh, you know started to started to get stuff. Uh, Jim, I, I guess Jim left at that time. Jim Sullicrub took over for mm-hmm. the Spider Man books, and that's when I got my my job on, on web of Spider-Man, you know, like, uh, working with Alex Saviak. Oh, I love Alex Saviak. I love, I love his, his, his run on the flash. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's right. Stuff. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And, and, and his stuff on Spider-Man was, yeah. was amazing too. I really enjoyed working over him and worked with him for about five years. Wow. Really? Okay. Yeah. I'm going to pull those books out again. (laughs) Ah. In the comic book room, there's a lot of comic books in that room. (laughs) It's it's, it's the 80s. The 80s. 80s, you know, um, when you look back at the history of this medium and all the decades it's been around now, about nine decades now, I think the Mm. 80s, pound for pound, is the best best, uh, uh, decade. I mean, so much much experimentation, right from, you know, from uh, Dark Knight Returns, Mm-hmm. Uh, to Batman Year One, to Watchmen, to Man of Steel. Wow! Yes. Uh, you know, uh, Hawk World, uh, mm-hmm. Longbow Hunters, and just about everything that was going on at Marvel was just so top notch. So yeah, right. Now that you're mentioning all that stuff, I'm like saying, yeah, yeah, right. It's <laughs> yeah, all good stuff. Was. Yeah, holy cow! Yeah, there was a lot of good stuff going on at that time. You know, uh, it, yeah. Uh, Marvel was great. It had like this mom and pop kind of feel. Uh, uh, they kind of left us alone to do what we wanted to do, you know. And 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 fortunately, good stuff came out of that. You know? Was that? But Jim Shooter was the editor, uh, the, uh, the EIC at that point. At that, Jim, that time? Jim Shooter was editor in chief uh, at the time. Yeah, and um, you know, I even had a two about a week, two weeks, where I ended up being the editor for. For that, for that moment in time, which was really pretty, pretty damn scary. Well, well, Jim was on vacation. Uh, Jim Owsley, he was on vacation, and okay. and and I ended up having to do the stuff. And uh, they even gave me um, an assistant editor, Len Kaminsky. He's okay. a great guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, great guy. And uh, and he helped me out a lot to try and you know like get get the books out. I even had even had a chance to have. Uh, a script sort of like lunch uh, uh, date with um, Tom DeFalco and Danny Fingeroff. Wow. Who were writing, who, who were you know, both writers on Spider-Man at sure. the time. And uh, talking about 
uh, uh, the Beyonder came back, the, the Beyonder returned. Sure. And it was at the time that the Beyonder turned the Daily Bugle into gold. <laughs> and yeah, yeah and, and, and the thing is, is that we, we, would talk, we talked about the laws of physics and that gold would, would collapse under its own weight. It's so heavy. It's such a heavy size. Right, yeah. There you go. So that so that's what we were we were talking about all this stuff and yeah yeah maybe we'll put put it put a GI Joe in there for like a second you know? <laughs> and uh, yeah you'll see this you, you, if you read that book again it was the one where they was swinging where where Spider Man's swinging in swinging out he's like in his uh, regular costume in one shot and he's swinging out on the other side in his black costume the black so costume you, you put the two books together you know you'll you'll get them okay you know, check them yeah. Out. <laughs> So uh, I, uh, eventually now, I mean, this uh-huh. is incredible to begin with. So far, as you, told, you just laid out as you've done. Wow. But eventually you do, you do start, you do start working with John Byrne on, on, on Superman. Is that correct? Uh, yeah. Uh, How, how'd that yeah. come about? Well, I, f- from, Alpha Flight, uh, from Alpha Flight, Mark Grunewald uh, got me that job. Uh, I, I get, you know, like he, he told John that, you know, like, uh, that maybe I can do this stuff. And, you know, like, so yeah. And uh, started working with him on Alpha Flight. He introduced me in the book with my name, you know, like in, inside saying, you know, like introducing Keith Williams, background anchor, you know, something wow. like that, which nobody ever did before. Nobody, you know, like really did for any background anchor. There's, there's been plenty of background anchors out there. And I was like totally stunned that he put my name up there. Uh, so that that went through Alpha Flight, and then the Hulk, when he took over. And then uh, when he left Marvel, he went over to DC, and he asked me if I was interested in working with him on backgrounds for action comics. Yeah. So I did I did a you know like a whole bunch of action comics with him, and I did an issue of Superman. I, actually, I, inked, I did the uh, background inks on Terry Austin. It, oh. was, um, it was a Luthor story. Where the cover had uh, Luthor in pixels or something like that on a screen. Yeah, uh-huh. or I remember. Yes, yeah, really. it was some kind of thing, right? Yeah. I, I yeah. remember your your name being on the cover of those action comics. Yeah. yeah. How I did s- that happen? <laughs> because you worked your tail off to get there. That's how it happened. Well, well, it was really nice of him to do it because he really didn't have to. Yeah. Like, well, uh, and and not only that, but he also worked it out so that I would get an incentive. You know, like. Like, wow. you know, like uh, most of the artists at that time would get uh, background inkers would never get that, uh, but but uh, pencils and inkers they get incentives after the book's out. The book sells a certain amount uh, of, of books, and uh, you 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 would get some money from that. You know, Good. and uh, great. Uh, yeah, yeah, and, and and he did that for me too. So the, the guy was absolutely incredible. I know other people may say differently, but to me. He's incredible. Yeah, you know, you, you hear stories about these superstar creators, whether they be writers or, or artists or editors, and and, uh, and you hear some stories and all oh, this. But I always like to think it's the same thing with sports with sports um, figures that you can catch somebody on a bad day, mm-hmm. and you know everybody has a bad day, sometimes even a bad week. And I don't think you should judge them on just you know on that. I mean, judge them on their work, of course. But, right. you know, and how they interact with people. So I, I just think that a lot of these stories are all overblown and sensationalized just for copy, obviously. You know? Possibly, so, you mm. know, but, but, you know, I get everybody has their own stories. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. 
but 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 for, for me, you know, I got I was I was really grateful. I think he really helped me in um, getting the other work that I got, uh, you know, and getting me known, you know, like in the uh, in the business. Was he working in the country at the time, Keith? Did you did you get yeah. to meet him? Oh, okay. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. As um, as a matter of fact, uh, went to his house twice. Oh. Uh, during the summer, they they would have like these um, these get-togethers. So they hmm. like people from Marvel and DC would all get together at his house, and nice. uh, we'd be eating, we'd play volleyball and uh, cool. stuff like that, and just just have fun, you know. And it was it was real, it was really nice. He he uh, so long ago he, he he picked us up one time, and he was like in this road roadster. <laughs> yeah, I can see I can see John Byrne driving a roaster. Yes, that's yeah. the idea. He's not going to be driving a, a, a Chevy Citation. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. If anybody uh, remembers that car. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I got a Chevy right now. I got a Chevy Traverse. It's not a roadster. Okay, I, so. I just <laughs> just bought out my lease today on my Sonata, my 2019 Sonata. I love the car. I'm not going to be a new car. I when it, it's in the finance, the, the you know the back end, of the, and I bought the car today. So congratulations! Yeah. Thank sir. you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, D- same thing with me. I got yeah, that's 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 my car. <laughs> yeah, that's a great car. Yeah, um, I remember back in I guess this was eighty five. This is for a little inside baseball for our for our uh, listeners. Um, you were telling me about what was coming uh, uh, with Superman with the reboot, and uh, so you were you privy to. All that was going to be happening with the with the Man of Steel uh, a series, or did, did nah. you just find no? You, but it was but just I certain did, things. Certain yeah. things. You told them to me. I hope the statute of limitations now is uh, protects us from. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't you think know, they can kill us now. No. Don't blame Keith, folks. Blame me. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, I can remember that you were giving me these little tidbits. Yes, you can. You're gonna. And you were telling me you're gonna like this. You're really gonna like this. <laughs> and, and yes, I did. My. What Byrne did in those two years, and then what, what people like Jurgens and Ordway and and uh, Weezy, yeah. Louis Simonson, and, Ooh, yeah. and the rest, what they all did after that just was incredible, Superman. Absolutely, absolutely amazing stuff. Uh, yeah, I, I I I really loved it. I, I I actually inked an issue of Superman before all that happened, just just before oh. it happened. You know, like I, I wish I could have done more, but uh, you know, I could, yeah, yeah, that 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 was historic what, what, oh, yeah. what john did there you know uh and then everybody followed his lead you know Absolutely yeah i still incredible. consider man of steel for me that i still consider that the seminal origin mm. I, I know years later uh mark ray did a very good story in birthright and then years later um uh, jeff johns did superman secret origin and they're all great stories mm-hmm. beautifully illustrated by, by by the different artists but for me I like that Byrne made Clark the real guy and Superman was the kind of like the firefighter. The guy yes. Did. Yeah. That's yes. What I, I thought that's what I like. I still hold on to that today. I definitely like that. The fact that, you know, like, he, he may have been born in the stars, but his home was Kansas. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> the cornfields of Kansas. Yes. The cornfield of Kansas. Yeah. I, exactly. I visited the cornfields once in uh, Pennsylvania and had a ter- terrible allergy attack. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. That was a bad weekend in, in, in oh, Lancaster, yeah. Pennsylvania. People were nice, but the corn wasn't. <laughs> I think the closest we got to corn like that was in a corn maze. So, you know, I got during Halloween. So I don't know. Yeah, that, that's about as far as we got. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, so now um, we've talked about all, all, 
this again incredible amount of accomplishment and, and work. Um, I do want to get to now, Keith. Um, the um, uh, if you could tell us about the Joe Sinnott Legacy Inking Challenge. Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. That, that is absolutely amazing. Yeah, it, it, it's it's something that happens every year. The challenge is, or or it was at the time, was that Joe would uh, do two drawings, at, you know, like at, at the most uh, of you know like two different characters, and they would be basically maybe slightly finished, more in layout form. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they would be in blue. They would be in non, non-reproducing blue uh, so that uh, you could just like ink over it. And then and then once it's inked, when, when, when you uh, scan it, the blue would disappear. You wouldn't, you would, you wouldn't see the blue. Okay. Uh, that, that's, that's, why they, that's why they used the, uh, the blue. But um, he, they, they would give it, give, give it to uh, different inkers and let them you know, like, do their thing on it. And uh, it would be used uh, for, um, for, for people who, you know, like, um, either need help mm-hmm. or, you know, like, uh, or, or would um, be given, you know, like donations would be given to schools like Joe, Joe Kubitz Art School. So, you know, like, so that uh, kids could get into the school or, you know, like have some sort of like a scholarship thing mm-hmm. going on for that, you know, I'd be, uh, because what we would do is with, with the pages after we ink them, uh, Bob Almond, who's the guy that runs that, he would put them up for auction. Oh, great! And then uh, people would buy would would buy the uh, the pages, the pieces of artwork. So you know you can get something inked by like me or or any of the other number of inkers that are out there. You know, like uh, that have been involved in comics and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. that um, it was it's it's really a good cause it's still going on now uh, uh even after joe alex actually did the last one alex Soviet. so it's it's still going on and it's and it's really great you know it's helping the kids it's also teaching kids that inking is an art form of its own and that it's not just tracing it's uh glad you said that it's it's you know you you are embellishing somebody else's artwork and that that actually really means to make it you know like maybe a little better mm-hmm. or correcting things that might might have been missed by the penciler you know and once you know like the inker finishes inking he erases the pencils and even yeah. though you know like it was the pencil who did create the stuff because it was nothing but a blank page for the pencil mm-hmm. you know but but you, what, what you're seeing is uh the finished product is the inks and hopefully the inks and what i usually don't do I try not to do a smother the penciler, you know, like I want the penciler to be seen. So that, but, but that's what you see at the end is the inks. I'm glad and you said that. And that's what we try to teach. That, that, that's one of the things that um, I believe the Inkwell Awards teaches also. Yeah, you read my mind. I was going to ask you about the Inkwell Awards. You, you were a recipient of that award, correct? Yeah. yeah. That's, that's great. And, 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 and yeah. if I may, um, yeah. when you received the award, one of the things you said was, I hope I'm quoting correctly here, I hope that the part that I play in this helps promote the art of inking as a true art form and inspire new comic book artists to take up the challenge. Um, and you just, and yes, I mean, we uh, this has come up on our podcast uh, a number of times about uh, inking and is it this is it a, is it an art form that's disappearing now that comic books are produced on computers? It seems that the colorist has more. 
mm. more say in, in what's on the page. And I, maybe I'm just an old dinosaur, but when I look at new comics, if I, if I read the credits and there's no inker there, I, uh, I immediately think that I'm going to be looking at some really flat, flat artwork. And that's what it looks like to me. It doesn't have the depth that it used to have. Uh, you mm. know, uh, so uh, am, I, am I wrong in my assessment? Am I, am I, you know, well, I'll, 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 I'll tell you, Joe, it, it, it's, it's like um, in, in some cases you're right, you know, because it all depends on who the penciler is. Okay. Uh, some pencilers could, you know, like they may think that their, that their work is finished. Mm-hmm. but it might not be. Uh, uh, and then you got some pencilers who are like absolutely amazing. They can make their pencils look like inks. Mm-hmm. Okay. They can do it. You know, like, uh, the, the, but, but uh, it, 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 it's like, it, it, it's, it's really strange because some pencilers, they can't ink, you know, they, they, they can't do that. They, they can pencil and they pencil beautifully, but, but you know, like they tell me, you know, like I can't do what you're doing. Hmm. You know, I can't do what you do. So, uh, it, and 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 same thing, same thing with anchors. You know, like sometimes we're anchors for the reason that we we maybe do not have that storytelling technique down. Or, okay. You know, we may not, you know, like be able to create things out of you know like out, out of the air, Whole you know, like a lot of pencilers do. Mm-hmm. You know. Uh, you know, but some of us can, you know, some of us can. Uh, but I, 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 I think that with, with the, um, the, the coming on of things like Photoshop, you know, and Clip Studio Paint, stuff like that, you know, you're able to uh, take pencils and darken them. Because mm-hmm. what the Inca was really supposed to do at the very beginning was to darken the, darken the pencils so that they would be able to print. Exactly. Mm-hmm. On the printers, um, you know, and even back, well, there was, there was sometimes when, you know, like the printing totally went wrong and uh, you, you had things called flexograph that, that um, if you, if you penciled or inked something with too thin of a line, that line might disappear because the flexograph was made out of some kind of like plastic uh, printing thing, was material, that like not metal. Was that Keith? Was that Yeah, it was cool? like, yeah. I, and I remember like reading about very that. Very ugly, yes. bright colors stuff. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, oh, it's horrible. Yeah, it, it didn't look good. No, that's no, correct. no. But they, you know, they were trying to use it to, I guess, you know, make it, you know, cost efficient. But sure, you know, but it really it it, it, it showed. Yeah. <laughs> look. But um, you, you know, so but but uh, printing has gotten better, a whole lot better. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, sometimes you know they say, yeah, we could just take it from the pencils. You know, I I. I I still think that they do need anchors because there are certain things. I mean, like what Joe Sennett would do with a with, with a page of pencils, yeah, uh, is magic. Uh, oh, same thing God. with people like Terry Austin or you know, like any number of uh, Dick Giordano. Oh, Dick Giordano, one of my favorites. How about Murphy Anderson? Oh, on Kurt Swan. Oh, oh, my, oh my Lord! Holy cow! Aren't those comic books beautiful? Yes, absolutely beautiful. Yes. yes, you know, I mean, then you get other guys who are like pencils, but they can ink, ink too, like Jerry Ordway. And oh, stuff like oh that. yeah. And Sometimes I'd rather see Jerry Ordway ink, inking this. Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I mean, uh, he, Ordway inked, um, I, I think it was the last full-length story Kurt Swan did. It was called The Earth Stealers. John Byrne wrote it. 
Ah, oh, yeah. And and all the way mm-hmm. ink Kurt Swan on that. That is the most gorgeous comic book. Beautiful, beautiful comic book. Yeah. Oh, oh that book. lovely stuff. And then you get, you, you, then you get, oh God, you get people like Bernie Wrightson. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, we, we just did a, uh, a, a small retrospective on Bernie Wrightson's Swamp Thing, James and uh-huh. I, and yeah. we just, you know, it's his favorite character, combo character, and, and uh, he he was blown away <laughs> when I told him that I did an interview with not only Lynn Wing, but with uh, Marv Wolfman in 1973 in a Burger King wow. for the July Comic Con that we had a, oh, uh, a fanzine at the time, my friends and I, and uh, yeah, so he wants me to talk more about that, but uh, wow, maybe at some great. point. But that was, that was a fun day. Oh. And they bought us lunch. <laughs> I mean, oh. you know, couldn't have cost that much at 73 though. But, uh, it's hey, it was, that's 73 prices, man. You know, yeah. that, was, that was probably a lot back then. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all relative. But uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Oh, Bernie Wrightson was just yeah. You know, Bernie Wrightson, just, Michael Luder, you know. Like, oh I mean, my God, Michael Luder, you know, like, Shadow, right? Yeah. Oh, jeez, you know, like I mean, great stuff. They, they could do all this stuff by themselves, you know. I mean, you know, Jeff Jones, all these guys. Yeah, it's uh, it's it's incredible. At, at you know, some of some I I think some were were, were quite quick uh, at what they did, and some weren't. Mm. Uh, but you know, again, the art has to be, has to speak for itself. And I don't, right. you know, I don't think you want to rush people. Um, you don't want to rush them, but, but unfortunately, but unfortunately you have to, because it's pure, it's periodicals. I was, I was an assistant editor. So it's like, so, I was oh, yeah, on the yeah. other side of it. And I know, I know the difficulties and you know, you, you can't, you can't hold up books. Yeah. You know, you can't, you can't like say, oh, well, this guy's going to do a little finishing touch here. You know, like, uh, give him another week. No. Did you ever no. get on the phone with somebody and say, where, where are my finished pages? Well, yeah, <laughs> that, that, that has, that has happened a few times. And uh, we would have uh, Virginia Vermeer was actually the traffic manager ah. for Marvel. And she would come into the, she would come into the room uh, and say, oh, where, where are the pages? Do you need somebody to, do you need somebody to help you finish the pages? Do you want to? You want to call somebody to go get the stuff done? You can find out if these people are right. You know, it's you don't want to cross Virginia. You really don't. Uh, she was. She was. She was amazing. She was. She was scary in, in, her, in her in her job, but at the same time, she was like one of the sweetest persons that you could ever meet. So she had this dual personality, you know. Yeah. But she 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 got the work done. She she got us she got us moving. You know, oh, well, should I talk to Jim? <laughs> no, don't talk to Jim. No, don't talk to Jim. <laughs> no, 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 no. Don't talk to Shooter. Please don't talk. Don't, don't, don't. We'll, 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 we'll get it straightened out. We we'll get will. It, we'll get it done. <laughs> we will. We'll get it done. That is great. <laughs> but oh, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, you know, like um, a lot of guys, you know, like, there was some guys that, that were a little slower than others, you know. Stuff is beautiful, though, you know. But, you know, to, to, to be able to, I guess, you know, like stay on a book a certain amount of time. You, you gotta be fast, you know, and you, you gotta be close to good. And so that they can have a book to go out every month. Yeah. Those long runs are gone now. Remember Dick Dillon on justice league of America? Oh, good Lord. <laughs> Holy cow. Frank McLaughlin, Dick Dillon. Yeah. Well, yeah and, and, and Jack Kirby and Stan Lee on the first hundred issues oh. of, of fantastic four. Oh, right. Oh. Yeah. I mean, one uh, of the few times I could possibly believe in magic. <laughs> What's them doing something like that? Yeah, you know that's incredible. You have to have incredible uh, spirit and drive to to do, and and then just to come up with the you know the stories one oh, after the another. Ideas. Wow. 
that book was basically the foundation for the modern Marvel universe. Sure. Fantastic sure. Four books. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, and uh, writing the Marvel way, you know, mm. uh, just, you know, like putting out a plot and, you know, like, tell is them that, that they're going to be fighting for like two or three minutes. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, I'm sure it is. It's still, yeah, because it, it, before sure, it, it was sure full it script, right? Yeah, yeah. Most, mostly full scripts, you know, probably, but I'm sure they still do the plotting. Okay. Stuff, you know, and then, and then they get it back, the writers, and then they write sort of like what's, you know, like what the people are saying, you know, and maybe they might even change the story a little bit because, you know, like the artist might have put in something that maybe they didn't think about or, sure. you know, they think, oh, wow, that's a good idea. Okay, we'll, 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 we'll work with that. You know? All right. I want, I want to transition slightly here from Keith, <clears throat> Keith Williams, a comic book artist to Keith Williams, comic strip artist. And 10 years, oh. 10 years on the Phantom, mm. Keith. Wow. Mm. Tell us about that. Yeah, that was... Uh, that was really something. It was like at the end of my run on uh, Web of Spider-Man, and Danny Fingeroff called me into the office and uh, asked me if I was interested in possibly doing a comic strip. I said, "What? <laughs> like, <laughs> you're doing you're doing comic strips at Marvel now? No, it was." Um, he said, uh, "This this is uh, for King Features, and uh, and it was the uh, Phantom." I said, "The Phantom, really? You know?" And he says, "Yeah." Um, you know, like put, you know, like if you want to do it, you know, you should put together some stuff and, you know, like let, let them see it there. There was a person who uh, ran the edit, you know, like the editor uh, spot for the comic strips, Jay Kennedy. And, uh, you know, like, uh, so then he gave me the address and everything. And I went up there with, with my uh, stuff and showed it to them. And, you know, like, and Jay liked what he saw. And he's, you know, like, and he said, uh, well, he said, I'm not the one. Well, even before that, even before all that, when, when Danny told me about this, I said, okay, I'll, I'll, let, let me think about this. You know, like, and I actually called, I actually called Will, Will Eisner, mm. and asked, you know, like, and, you know, like, I asked if I could, you know, like, meet with him, you know, like, after one of his classes, went over to a little restaurant that was right next to SVA, and, uh, you know, like, I told him what was going on, and he said, well, you know, if you have the time, <laughs> you know, you, you you know you you should you know I try it if you if if you really feel like you have the time to do it, you know. And I said, oh, well, you know, maybe I might not have the time, but maybe I should try it anyway. Try it, sure. Uh, shoot, you know. So yeah, that's that's when I went to Jay Kennedy. You know, I can Jay said that this looks good, but you're going to have to uh, get it finalized by seeing Lee Falk. Of course, you yeah. know, and you know, I get. At the moment, you know, I kind of knew who Lee Falk was, you know, but I, I wasn't really, you know, like a phantom person at that moment mm -hmm. in time. Uh, I, I read about it in like the greatest history of comics or something like that. Sure. And Jules Pfeiffer's thing and right. all that, you know, and saying that it's like one of the first comic book characters, com, com, uh, superheroes, yeah. uh, to wear, you know, like the outfit the way everybody else is wearing it. Mm -hmm. um, uh, so I actually went to meet Lee Falk who lived on uh, Central Park West, right across the street from the planetarium. Wow. Uh, yeah. Uh, went went into the building, you know, doorman ushered me over to uh, this elevator, went up to, I guess, I think it was like the sixth floor. And the, the elevator doors opened up into this little alcove, this little area. And that was the only door that was there for this elevator. He had like a private elevator, wow. you know, 
I guess on that side, it took it to whatever other floors it went to, but he had one of those. <laughs> <laughs> and I went, oh, okay. okay. I looked over to the side. There was a there was a um, a phantom uh, poster on 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 the wall, and I uh, rang the doorbell, and he answered it. And he was like in a sort of like a. I don't know, a robe, smoking jacket. Smoking, I was going to say, smoking would do. <laughs> kind, yeah, of like Rick, kind of like Ricky Ricardo. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Back in the out of Lucy shows, yeah. Right. It, <laughs> it, it was like that, you know. It sounds um, like he'd, he'd be the kind of guy that'd have a smoking jacket, right? Right. When He's you from think, that era, like, yeah. He is from that era. You know, like, I mean, man, he created this thing back in 30. I don't know, 33, 34, something like that. Yeah, yeah, I mean, Lee Falk, uh, Bern Hogarth, uh, yeah. uh, Hal Foster, oh um, Raymond Chandler. These guys were millionaires back then. They were, they were just... They, they, they had money? What oh, the heck? Yeah. What, what, what were comic strips back then? That's insane. <laughs> like, well, think about it. Those comic strips were printed did. all over the world, right? Yeah. Yes. So, yeah. Yes, yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and before that, especially in, like in the 70s. They were all over the world. Yeah. So he, he invited me in and uh, I, I got to, you know, I went go, go into the, his living room uh, and, you know, I looked out the window and you look right out, look down. And there's that. There's the planetarium nice. and there's Central Park West off to the off, off to the left hand side. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't believe this view. Yeah. It was great. It was yeah. yeah. So, uh, you know, I kept saying, wow, this guy's making a lot of money. This <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but uh, I, I showed him stuff he liked, liked what he saw. You know, like, uh, he asked me what I did. You know, like uh, other, you know, possibly doing this. And I told him I worked on Spider Man. He said, you know, like, oh, wow. I, you know, like, that's one thing. I, I, I hate spiders. I really don't like spiders. <laughs> and I said, I'm not going to get this job. <laughs> God, that oh, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's I, a I Spider Man. He's not a spider. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he was fine, you know, like, uh, he said, yeah, okay, you know, you, you, you got it. You know, we talked business and stuff like that, and I, and I ended up getting the job. I, uh, um, I, I worked, uh, Cy Barry was leaving, uh, and he left, you know, like, I started in 95, he left in 95, and I came in on the middle of the Phantom Cowboy, uh, George Olson, who uh, did some ghosting, I guess. Uh, became the regular penciler, and I became the anchor hmm. on the strip, uh, which was uh, six dailies every week, Monday through Saturday. Mm-hmm. Sunday was done, I think, uh, uh, by Fred Fredericks. And uh, so, so, you know, it goes like every, every week, had to make sure we had, had that uh, strip done. Um, usually, it should have usually been like about maybe a month in advance. Mm. Sometimes it got so close. I would, I would imagine, wow. Oh, gosh, it's like not easy. Um, and no vacation time, really. You know, like, I yeah. mean, we would go places, but I, I would be taking the work with me. You would and uh, get, getting it done at night. You know, like if we ever, you know, if we went to a convention or if we went to some, you know, like hotel somewhere, if we went away, you know, and I could bring the stuff with me. I would be bringing it with me. <laughs> Jeez, uh, Lee Lee would be going to Massachusetts during the summer. Uh, George would be going overseas to Europe. I think it was like maybe Norway or something like that. Hmm. Uh, still doing the work, sending it to me by mail. 
I would be getting I'd be getting that stuff from different places. <laughs> then, wow, that's and, amazing. Uh, I would be inking it. And uh, during the run, Milt Snappen, who's the who's the uh, letterer on the strip, mm-hmm. he died. I ended up uh, taking over his uh, his job as letterer too. So I did oh, inking and lettering on the strip. So that was from '95 to 2005. Wow, that's a lot of work. That I did <laughs> that's that. a big body of work. And uh, once George George decided to retire, you know, I got I I couldn't do it. <laughs> I just I, I was not I was not a I was not really a pencil, especially not at that moment in time. Uh, so they ended up getting Paul Ryan, uh, who did the you know like stuff for Marvel, Fantastic Four, and stuff like that. Yeah, and they got him to do do the strip, and he wanted to do it his own way. So I was off the strip. So that's that's how that worked out. Okay. But uh, he he worked on it for almost about ten years before he died, and then uh, Mike Manley took over. Okay, and he seems to be over. he seems to be doing very well on it right now. And uh, it's unfortunate that it's not being shown to you know in America really. Yeah, uh, I mean comic strips and uh, the serious comic strips, the superhero comic strips, the adventure comic strips, are they even in American papers anymore? I mean, that's a. I what, don't think so. Well, hey, got the horrible and that kind of stuff. <laughs> well, they like they like the comedy stuff. Yeah, they like the comedy stuff, the the episodic stuff. Nothing that kind of like runs for uh, weeks. Because my gosh, some of the stuff that we did ran for like maybe a hundred weeks or something. Yeah, like I mean, you know? it, it was it was stories, big stories, yeah. you know. So you gave the story time to breathe. You had to follow it every day, right? Yeah, yeah right. Exactly. You know, you get maybe a little bit of it at the end of. Uh, at the end of the week, uh, the, the next Monday, you might get a little bit of what happened last week, but it'd be only one panel. And then you would just keep going from there. You know, you, 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 you know, like it was just a continuous thing until it finally, until the story ended. Lee just, was on that, Lee was on that strip until 1999. And he was, I believe, in the hospital dictating to his wife oh what was God. happening in, in the last uh, strips that he, uh, the last strip that he did. Wow. Yeah. So he that's worked on that incredible. strip until he died. So it's amazing. So, okay. That's, that's real. That's, well, again, you just blow me away with this stuff. <laughs> this <is incredible. laughs> um, I'd like to ask you about some, you know, some modern things now. Um, okay. Uh, well, well, first of all, let, let's talk about the um, uh, comic book adaptations and in, and in particular, the MCU the DCEU mm. and the Arrowverse. Do you have any uh, wow any thoughts about about those things? I'm sure you well, do. Well, we all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hey, uh, the the Arrowverse. I think that, that like almost like brought about you know the idea you know the MCU stuff. Yeah, right. I, I don't know. It's like it's like is it a chicken or the egg? You know, like, yeah, exactly. Did the That's Arrowverse come out. You know, like because. I, 2012 hour pre- premiered, I believe. Yeah. Okay, so it was so it was a little while after uh, yeah. Iron Man. Yeah, yeah I, but I it was but, 2008. But but I I thought that they really did the um the the the, the team up things so well in the Arrowverse. Yeah. You know, uh, when when they went, you know, like the crisis mm-hmm. thing and all that. It, it may have been their own universe. It wasn't the it wasn't totally the comic book. No, it was it was it was it was adapted from the comic books, but right. they definitely took liberties with certain oh, characters yeah. and storylines. Yes, oh, absolutely. But I'll tell you, the, the first bunch of years with uh, with the Arrowverse was amazing. 
Oh, uh, uh, Arrow was just you know, and they, they, they backdoored in the Flash, you know, the Flash pilot and right? that, and, and then uh, you know they 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 bring on Supergirl and they they bring in Superman in the second season of Supergirl, who's now playing him uh, uh, regularly, Tyler Hoechlin. Who's, I, yeah, and I gotta story. say, I gotta say, he's really he he grew into that role. <laughs> he really did. That's that. Uh, I have last night's episode to watch. I'm going to check that out maybe later. Uh, or tomorrow morning. Then there's one more to go. Oh, um, yeah. I got to look at that. I didn't see yeah. Episode 12 that. dropped last night, I believe. Oh, okay. Uh, Great stuff. Great yeah, special I'm, effects. I think they took all the money, whatever money they had left from Legends of Tomorrow. <laughs> well, all the shows, right? Threw it into the Yeah. Threw it into that. Yeah. So <laughs> we're going to have these incredible fights. I'm like saying, why didn't they do this with Supergirl? What, yeah, what, what is this? I, I just, this is like this is like Batgirl being being in the show and just kicking people. You know? Yeah, like, she's Supergirl. Don't exactly. She did, at the beginning, on. the first two years, she did some very super girl type things. But then after a while, uh, I guess the money started running out, so they had to mm. concentrate more on storytelling. Um, I guess so. Yeah, it's kind of like you know a, a favorite of mine is from 1993, uh, Lois and Clark: The New Adventures of Superman. That was great. And, and they had a limited budget too, but they had the right. Deborah Joy Levine had the right idea going in. We're gonna, yes, it's Superman, but it's really about Lois and Clark. And it's right. about the, you know, and, and their relationship, how it grows, and and then of course, it will they, won't they? And, mm-hmm. and the newsroom, and then you know, once in a while, we'll put the guy in the tights, and he'll come in and save the day. Right. But, uh, right. When I watch that show, and I constantly watch it in reruns uh, on, on Max now. Uh, I I enjoy the moments between Lois and Clark. That's what I really enjoy. Yeah, I agree. I agree. It, it, uh, and, and it was it was definitely a good way to save money. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. they had good writers. And, you know. and they have they had good writers. Yeah, they had good writers. And they had a and, and I and I enjoyed Lex Luthor. Oh, John Shea was great. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And and I I just I just like the whole feel of it. It just just worked. Yeah, it had that, it had that moon moonlighting feel to it, but with a little that's more action. That's it. Right? That's it. Moonlighting. Yeah, yeah, yeah sort of like that. It had that kind more of more action, and and, and, and uh-huh. you know the, the comedy was a little broad at times, but that's okay. Mm-hmm. It yeah. was a comedy romantic, uh, you know, uh, adventure. So that's fine. It, right. For what it was, it was. I thought it pulled it off very well. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it, it, it's like you could you could see when this when they're trying to save money. Uh, yes. Legends, of, uh, Legends of Tomorrow. You had Hawkman and Hawkgirl, and suddenly they disappeared. Yeah, they didn't last too long, did they? <laughs> no, they did not. Uh, it was amazing that Firestorm lasted for as long as it did. Yeah, it wasn't you know always what? Firestorm in multiple. In That's multiple when I episodes. stopped watching Legends when when they when they got rid of Firestorm because he was my yeah, favorite character. Well, there was no there were, there were really no more superhero characters in there. They had Steel. Yeah. But then he didn't turn to steel that often. No, maybe once every um, six episodes. <laughs> there you go. And and you know, I, I always watch out for that. You know, I, I'm, I'm looking at the Flash. You know, like in the Flash, kind of drove me a little crazy because, Ooh. you know, like I mean, in a comic book, it seems to work a little bit better. But when it's like live action, and you see him running around, and he goes and uh, and he's going after this criminal, and he takes away the super weapon. And then he stands about 10 feet away from him. If you take so the weapon away, just clock him one and be done with yeah, it. <laughs> yeah. What the heck? Why are you talking to this guy? Take him to jail, man. Grab him by the scruff of the neck and bring him to jail. 
but but of course you know then the episode's over and you, know, yeah, exactly. you can't have that so of course everybody has to have some exposition and stuff like that yeah, uh, but but you see it works better in the comics because you know like it, it, it's like you don't see that time going by yeah in a comic you know like as in us as in a tv show mm -hmm. but the thing that ruined it for me with with, with the flash and i and i love the flash at the beginning it was one of my favorite years. characters i used to i used to act like the flash when i was a kid um <laughs> i think every kid did that you yes. know un unfortunately i couldn't vibrate my hand to a wall or anything, <laughs> it's, you know, like i tried to run really fast up the side of the building right <laughs> yeah that never worked <laughs> <laughs> no 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 but but um the, the the thing that really got that really bothered me about that show uh that turned that really turned me off was uh they had this incredible uh supervillain I'm not sure if it was like called the shard or something. I, I, I can't exactly remember, but they were all trying to find this guy. He was hiding out and Iris finds him. Mm -hmm. Iris found the guy, found him and then knocked him out. Took this guy out. Yeah. The, guy that, the guy that they were all afraid of for the whole season. During the season, this is like the middle of the season, most I think. And what does Iris do? Does she call the police while she's there? Does she maybe hit him over the head again just to make sure that he's really out? Yeah. Uh, no, she leaves the place to go and find Barry. Yeah. And I went, what? And then what happens? Oh, he wasn't there when I got there. Of course he's not there. Yeah, he, he came to and he got it. He got it. He hightailed it out of there. He hightailed You think he's going to wait for you to come? I said, not. I said, that's that. The, the storytelling, it, it, everything else, I tried to suspend belief, but after that point, I said no. Yeah, well, you know that that's that suspension of belief, obviously, with with comic books and comic book movies and TV shows, that has to uh, that has to happen. But I always like to uh, quote the great uh, director Richard Donner, uh, hmm. uh, and uh, the word he often used was verisimilitude. Oh, I love that, that word. Yes. <laughs> yeah. In, in the world you're, you're creating, however fantastic it is, it must be true. Things must be true to that world and consistent so that people will, people will believe it. Otherwise it's, oh, this is just stupid. And they're not going right. to, they're not going to, they're not going to believe it. So he, exactly. he was, he was a consummate filmmaker and uh, yes, he, he was, he, yeah, he's, he's missed. He really is. Yes. Yes. I mean, uh, yeah, that, that, that's right. It, you know, like the, 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 he, he, he made the world real. But they had their own rules and laws. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like laws of physics and everything else. You know, like, yeah, like uh, spinning the earth around. <laughs> like spinning the earth around <laughs> and going back in the time. But it yeah. works. It works. It works. It works, man. It's Lois. And I'm sitting in that theater in 1978 and the people next to me crying, oh my God, Lois Lane is dead. And I didn't know what was going to happen. It's before the internet. We didn't know. And then, okay. Right. Right. So he's Superman. <laughs> Spin the earth yeah. around. Lois is alive. Although I thought that when he was screaming like that, that he was going to head over to Lex Luthor. <laughs> That's what I thought too. Yeah, yeah. So, but, uh, quick, <laughs> what I thought at first. Quick, some some thoughts about the MCU and the DCU. Yeah. Uh, the MCU, yeah, the MCU is amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Uh, the you know, like, the from Iron Man, you know, like uh, to finally getting to the end of this, it's amazing how you can keep all those balls in the air and. And figure out what was going to go where and who was going to do what with which and who was going to die and who wasn't and all of that. An incredible job of, of logistics, right? Yeah, just uh, it's, 
it's amazing. Around, yeah. I, I, I would love to see their wall. I, I, I would love to see their plot wall. Well, they have to use the Great Wall of China to plot that out. <laughs> it's, it's, because that's a lot of stuff. That's yeah. a lot of stuff, man. Uh, and it's amazing. And, and, I, and, I, and I feel that what's, what's coming up is, is probably going to be amazing, too. It's like you, you, you've, the, the thing is, is that you've kind of like seen it already. You know that they got to build up the characters and mm-hmm. stuff like that. You got to be patient. Got to be patient. There's been a few hits and misses along the way now, yes. but I think I think they're you know I think they'll get a, they'll get back on track. Oh yeah, absolutely. And, uh, Werewolf and, by Night was a big hit. Oh, I love that because it, it had Manting in it. I love Manting. Oh, jeez, oh, that was incredible how they put him in there. That was, that was yeah. So, I've been I, rereading I the the Steve Gerber Mike Plug Mantings from the seventies. Oh. Those are oh, great comics. Gosh. I forgot how good yes. they were. Yes, yes, fantastic comics. Incredible, incredible. And, and, oh my god. Yeah. Excuse me, I'm sorry. One, one, oh, last, one, one last universe, the now defunct DCEU. Yeah, they, they Wait, rushed it. Yeah, I think that's <laughs> what most people, yeah, I think I, they rushed it. I think that sums it up, Keith. Yep. Yeah. They rushed it. They, they, they had a lot of things they should have done that they're trying to do now, but they should have done at that moment in time. You're going to mm-hmm. have these people be in the Justice League. That, that's, that's what should come first. Yep. You know, you, you should have, you should had a, or, you know, like origin story of the Flash. You know, you already kind of like know Batman and Superman, you know, yeah, but you could have worked on the other now. characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you should, they, they should have worked on the, the second tier characters that were going to be in there. So Aquaman, the Flash, Wonder Woman, you know, they, they should have had their own separate stories before all this other stuff happened. You know, but they, they, they said, oh, we got to get on the same, you know, line as EMCU. Is EMCU, right. And then go on from there. Mm. My God. They, look, look at all the things that they introduced before they, they did the first Avengers, you know? And, yeah. you know, they had, yeah, they had Captain America, they had Iron Man, they had Thor, you know? Uh, S.H.I.E.L.D., right? And they introduced S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they had all that before the first Avengers movie. Yeah, the way for that, you know, I mean, they laid the foundation, kind of, kind of the way uh, Kirby uh, and Lee laid the foundation with the first hundred issues of Fantastic Four. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you know, do you have do you you have faith in uh, James Gunn now? What do you think? Uh, well, I love Peacemaker. Okay, I haven't seen that. I I got a chance to check that out. Oh, got to see that. (laughs) It's it's great. (laughs) And uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy. Oh my God. The, volume One, Guardians of the Galaxy, is my favorite MCU movie. I, mm. I love that film. I just, oh yeah, uh, but you know, but you know what it is that that really makes you think. Yeah, he might have something. The Suicide Squad, and I'm talking about the Suicide Squad, not Suicide Squad. The okay, Suicide yeah, Squad. <laughs> okay, right, that, that, the, the second one, yeah. Yes, okay. yes, and 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 he had his own added his own quirkiness in there, but it wasn't overpowering. And it, it had a story and it worked. All those characters that you never met before, except for Harley Quinn, you know, uh, and, and, and uh, what's the name of God? Uh, 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 I'm drawing uh, too. Oh, God. I mean, well, she was in it too. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. I, I, I think that. It, it, so, you know, like, uh, besides that, everybody else was new, but they were all great. They, they all had their parts in the movie to, to play, and, and it was a great movie. I think that James Gunn 
will probably do very well. I'm sure he's really I, I working on so. this. He doesn't want it to be something that'll be on his resume. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, don't um, you know? Don't flop. Don't be, we can't, they can't afford to have two flops in a row. No. Uh, what is it now? Warner Discovery is that who they are now? Oh, holy cow! Yeah, I, yeah, I can't keep up. But they see every two. Oh. They they reboot more than DC Comics. Uh, yeah, well, they they did a, they did another reboot right at, right after Black Adam. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. Here. Oh, oh, look, Henry Cavill is back at Superman. No, he's not. Going to see more of him? No, <laughs> no, 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 not at all. <laughs> oh God, I so still haven't seen. Flash. I still haven't seen the Flash yet. I think I'm going to wait until it comes to Max. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll wait till it comes to Max. Got to keep, keep my fingers crossed for that. Yeah, so far, I've been hearing good things. So. Yeah, my friend. Uh, 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 told me he saw it twice last week. In the wow. okay. second time, he took his son to see it, and he said they both liked it. So oh, okay, great. And I trust okay. I trust his opinion. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, the girl, the, the the woman who's uh, plays Supergirl in there. Uh, oh, Sasha Kali. Yeah, she she was she was a soap opera actress before that. We used to watch on the um, oh god, Young and the Restless. Soap actor actors know how to how to act. You can remember Christopher Reeve came from the soaps. Yes, right? yes. Yeah. I, so. yeah, but I was looking at her and I'm like saying, she doesn't, she's not going to be long for soap operas, you know? And, and boom. <laughs> well, hopefully this is her big break and this will launch her into a, you know, into a, a big uh, cinema career. That's oh, I hope so. Yeah. I, I definitely hope so. She, she has that kind of personality that is on the soaps that was, was, great. was really something. Yeah, it, it really worked, you know, so... But let's hope. I know how long it took for this movie to finally come out. So yeah, it's I know been she was. I know she was waiting for forever, it too. Right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Wow. I mean, <laughs> so uh... here's hoping. You know, everybody okay. gets what they what they should get. You know, I got in this movie. But uh, yeah, yeah. It's just that it was rushed. It was yeah, rushed. Keith. I know your time is precious. I don't want to keep you too long. But there's a couple more things I want to get to before we wrap this up. Okay. Uh, one is, and I, I could be wrong about this because my memory is very faulty, but. Um, uh, do you, first of all, do you do you know Joey Cavalieri? Yes. Yeah. Did, did he worked with us at the same time? Didn't did he not? Uh, uh, with Barnes and Noble. You know, I'm I'm, I'm not sure about he that. He worked I in the Brian, trade department up front. I know Brian Postman did. Brian Postman. Oh, that's I couldn't think Brian's name before. Sure, I remember Brian. Yeah, yes. Brian was in that was in that room. I really wanted to get a job in that room. <laughs> like, yeah, right. Cool. They, all those guys were in the com- Yeah, they're working. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. yeah, Brian Brian was in there. Uh, Joey, uh, you know, like I, I knew from um, from Eisner's class. Oh, okay, I didn't know that. See, all right, good. Oh yeah, yeah, we were, we were in that class together. Me, Joey, uh, uh, Brian Postman was there. Mike Clark and and uh, Mike Collin. Really, Mike Collin? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh wow. Yep. I mean, he was, he, in there for he was a, the editor on the, on the on all those great Superman books in the night. That's 90s, right. Yeah. Yeah. That's right, and then running uh, the animation thing. Uh, yeah, I believe wow. uh, until he re- just recently retired. Okay, and you did uh, about I'm going to say about what was that, seven, six, seven, maybe a little more than that, maybe nine years ago. You worked on a graphic novel also called Harlem Hellfighters, right? Oh yeah, mm-hmm. could you yeah. tell us about that, please? Yes, yeah, World War One uh, story about um, African Americans uh, who uh, wanted to fight. Mm-hmm. For America, but America didn't want them to fight. Yeah, uh, <laughs> um, well, well, it's like, what, 1919, before that. Yeah, right? yeah, well, yeah. It was, it was really far back and too close to everything else that happened before that, you know. Uh, and 
it, it, you know, just just the idea, I think, of having African-Americans with um, guns and uh, learning how to fight was not exactly what America wanted at that moment. At that point, yeah. Yeah, uh, unfortunately. <sighs> so they went, they went to France. Hmm. They, they were sent to France and uh, they, they fought, you know, like with the French. Uh, and they were this amazing crack group of, uh, of people that uh, fought very hard and, you know, vigorously for, for America overseas. Yeah, so, I, was reading, I was reading a little blurb on it because I went to Amazon.com today. I'm going to buy the book tomorrow. I'm going to click on it and I want, I want to read that book very badly. Oh, yeah. they, they had a, they had an incredible record of uh, they never lost anybody, right? And, exactly, uh, yeah, which is amazing. Wasn't that, was that crazy? Right? Yeah, yes. I mean, you know, young men die in war. That was a a quote from uh, the great TV series at Mash, yeah. right? Yeah, right. So, but, exactly. Uh, yeah, but uh, uh, Max Brooks, he's uh, the writer, who is absolutely amazing. I mean, he did World War Z also, but. He really oh, okay. made um, a story of this uh, of the Harlem Hellfighters, of, of these people who are actually real people who were not uh, recognized as heroes when they returned from overseas. Yes, we, we've we've had that throughout our history. We did that to our, our boys when they came back from Vietnam. Yeah, and uh, yeah. That's something that we need. To, I think that that has finally passed, and we recognize that these boys and girls now who do fight for our freedom abroad um, right we appreciate them and we should i mean yes and we absolutely should you know i mean they're the ones that are going in there and and taking taking their chances they may not come back not coming back yeah so yeah so keith um in closing uh, again, this has been fantastic, by the way. Just to you know, just, I, I, I remember you know, your Jane, voice. I remember Jane, your voice so well. Oh, that, that you do. <laughs> that Brooklyn. <laughs> well, we both have a Brooklyn accent, yes. Yeah. So, yeah I know. Uh, and there's nothing wrong with that. There's Great, nothing wrong with that. Greatest place on God's green earth. Yeah, absolutely. But, but um, when James Louis created this podcast, he did it as a way of reconnecting. We used to have these discussions in the back of the store, so to speak, in Condition Comics, and he wanted to do a digital version of that. And I never thought in, in all, you know, in my wildest imaginings that I would reconnect with you, Keith. So I, 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 am, I, am, I am honored and humbled that you, you, you came on this podcast and that you even remembered me. No, <laughs> Joe, I, I, believe me, I do remember you. Oh, Thank yes. You. Yeah. All the yeah. times at Barnes and Nobles in the we back, had, we had, back area of Barnes and Nobles. And in the lunchroom. You were even tutoring me for a while because I was in that <laughs> Legion Outpost uh, thing. And I, I, had, oh, yeah. I, I was trying to pencil a story uh, about, um, oh, so, it was a Monel story. And, and, and oh, you, taught, you taught me about modeling and foreshortening. And you know, I, I, ah, I never got a chance ah, to thank you publicly. So here it is. Thank oh, you, Keith. Joe, well, that, <laughs> no, 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 no problem, man. Jeez. I, 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 it, it, I, I, I love talking about comics and and, I, and helping you out yeah, is never never a problem, dude. Those never are great problem. times. Gosh. So Keith, Keith, if our listeners want to want to follow you, could you tell them uh, you know how how they can do that? You yeah, know? sure. Um, I uh, I'm on Instagram, okay, uh, and that's Keith Williams Comic Book Art. Uh, so you can find me there, or you can also find me on uh, Facebook. Just uh, look up Keith Williams. I'm, I'm the I'm the black guy with the um, phantom ring, 
that's that's popping out at your face, you know, like when you see it. So I love it. yeah, so that's 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 the other thing that I'm on, and uh, you can see my artwork on those. Uh, and yeah, uh, and uh, if, if anybody's interested in commissions, or whatever it is, just you know, just give me a call or uh, you there know, you like uh, just uh, DM me. There you go. Great. Yeah. Thank you, Keith. Sure. And uh, and it's, as we pull this thing to a close, folks. Once again, I want to thank our special guest, Keith Williams. Um, uh, you know, um, I had a chance to reconnect with an old friend, and it's just, it, um, it's fantastic. It's just, it was, this was a great hour and 20 minutes, it looks like right now. The count is oh, yeah. There you, there you go, Keith. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so, uh, so uh, folks, you can find us on our Instagram page and Facebook and I don't know how, how, how you get there because I don't understand this technology, but, you know, <laughs> you can get there. And uh, we, you know, when you do subscribe, like, leave us your comments, whether they be good, bad, indifferent. Well, not indifferent, of course not. But <laughs> just leave us your comments. It helps. And we appreciate our listeners. We love our listeners. And we love doing this. And I think you, you saw that tonight, or you heard that tonight, folks, in a man who's been in the industry for 40 years, how much he loves this industry. So I think this is a special treat for everyone involved. And one more time, Keith, thank you for being for being with us tonight. Well, thank you, Joe. And thank you, everybody that's listening. 